What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. She's not a witch as far as I know, but she cast a love spell on me. It's the one and only Teresa. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? And that was a pretty good opening. I mean, let's be honest. I love your openings. Yeah. But it's almost pretty, 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 pretty good. Pretty good. Lady David. Pretty good. Speaking of pretty good, hope your new year is going pretty good. Hope it's going real good. Happy new year, everyone. Yeah. Happy new year, guys. Happy. New Year! It's 2022. Hopefully it's not 2022. I saw, did you see that meme? Yeah, that's how I, like, I said no, it. <laughs> I was like, there's no way you came up with that. No, I'm pretty sure I said it on the previous podcast. Oh, really? Yeah. That's a fantastic that, meme. That I, think I saw I, that meme, yeah. I saw it today, I think. Oh, I was, really? Yeah. I told you about They're it. They're like, nobody told you it was 2020 T-O-O, yeah. right? Like, also, yeah. It's, it's like 2022, like... Two zero two two. Yeah, it's basically twenty twenty two, like the twenty twenty the sequel. Yeah, yeah, such a good meme. Such a good meme. Good for you, whoever came up with that. Yeah, we came up with a meme recently. Yeah, you did. We came I'll up give with you all the credits. Thank you for the credit. Credit where credits due. Yeah, so make sure uh, you're following us on the Instagram to get those memes. That's at Married to Reality Pod on Instagram. You guys know that. Yeah, guys, we have all these OG memes. OG means original, that we come up with them. Mm-hmm. We really do. Yep. It's tough, but we do it. We try. We yeah. try. It's rewarding, I would say. Sharing a meme, fine. Okay, you get the likes. You get some credit, sort of, for sharing it. It's like Michael Scott. He's the king of the forwards. <laughs> He's like, I don't come <laughs> up with the emails. I just forward them. That's sort of what some of these accounts do. We come up with the memes. We so sure do. It feels good. It's rewarding. And it's on our Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. And speaking of the Instagram, we made our big announcement over the weekend. That's right. On Instagram. That's right. If you missed it, well, here it is. We, Teresa and I, John and Teresa, Married to Reality, are going to be covering Married at First Sight. Married, Married, Potato, Potato. M&M's. My favorite candy. <laughs> Is it? Nah, I like the peanut ones. If I had to choose an M&M, I like the peanut ones. Yeah, me too. Me too. I recently discovered my new favorite candy. Someone, uh, my coworker sent it to me for Christmas. It's... Those, what is it, Buckies from Ohio State? Oh, the Buckeyes. Ah, the those are so Buc-Eyes. good. It's Don't like confuse a- it with your favorite gas station, <laughs> Buckies. <laughs> it's like this chocolate filled with peanut butter, mm. but it's so good. It's like a peanut M&M. Ah, I had a piece today. Delish. Oh, you did? Oh. You didn't tell me that. Oh, I'm just letting you down. Sneaking snacks over there? I know, I did. I went to the gym and I just felt like I need to reward myself. <laughs> <laughs> A.K.A. Negate. All of your progress in the gym. I don't think one, one, one Buckeyes. Buckeyes? Starting one Buckeyes. the New Year strong over there. What is it? Buckeyes? Buckeyes. One Buckeyes. Get under nah. me. Nah. But uh, come on. We are bearing the lead here. Married at First Sight coming to our screens on January 5th on Wednesday. Coming to your ears, our coverage on January 6th, Thursday nights. You see, guys, we're going to be the crazy people who will cover a show and release it the next day. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> we do that with 90 Day. We're going we to do it again with 90 Day at first sight. Yeah. It's the big news. And 
I said it before, but let me repeat it. That's one of the reasons why we rebranded, why we changed our name, so we can cover more than just 90 Day. Because yeah. now the doors are open for us. Wide open. Wide open. So we can do anything because we're not 90 Day podcast. We are married to reality. Mostly a 90 Day <laughs> podcast. But hey, adding married for a side, why not? Why we not? can. We love it. And so instead of just talking about it amongst ourselves, we'll talk about it with you. So that's the good news. Here's a little bit, I don't want to call it bad news, but it may not be the best news for some of our listeners. What is it? We announced it on our live last night, on our Sunday Night Live. With this new edition of Married at First Sight, Mm. it means we're going to be so busy, we're not going to be able to go live as much. Unfortunately, that's the truth. But guys, we'll try to go live whenever we can. And it'll be these impromptu lives that hopefully you'll be able to join. Yeah. And it might be more fun. It'll be nice to do maybe once, maybe twice a month. Yeah. But guys, I'm sorry. Don't count on it every single Sunday yeah. as we have done in the past. Although it's gotten a little more difficult with travel and work now that things are opening back up. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, we'll still do it, but not every Sunday. But hey, guys, married first sight, big news. But Darcy and Stacy is coming back for season three. We'll be covering them as well. Okay, so what? so that's that's the deal. Is you're going to be getting four shows at least for the time being. You're going to be getting ninety day before the ninety days. The single life, married at first sight, and Darcy and Stacy. Yes. So four shows. That's a lot. So we gotta catch a breather on Sunday night when we can. Very true. Yeah, we'll we'll do it because we love Darcy and Stacy and. We know you guys love it too, so we don't want to just drop it. So we're going to cover it. We're going to power through this. (laughs) It'll be fun. It'll be great. I think at the end, we'll probably stick to two to three podcasts. I think four will be a little while, but hey, we're up for the challenge. We're going to do it. We're going to enter the new year strong, bigger and better. Sure. This leads me to my next housekeeping item, which is... Make sure you guys are following the podcast because there's a lot of podcasts coming at you. You want to make sure you're following the pod so you don't have to think about it. You don't have to think, oh, it's Thursday night. Let me check if the married pod dropped. Oh, it's Wednesday. Did the single life pod drop? Nah, just follow the podcast and you'll get it right to you whenever it drops, wherever you're listening. So just make sure you look down and smash that follow button. Yeah, guys, smash it like it's super duper hot. Actually, smash it like it's as hot as Elijah's sass. Whoa, because that's some hot sass. I love his some sass. Some hot sass. We'll talk about Elijah in a minute, but it's some hot sass. Okay. I saw some A little bit of an ass. He puts the ass in sass, I would say. I love Elijah. Okay. Well, I yeah. can't wait to talk about it then. I saw some memes that he was sharing about himself oh my drinking the tea. Uh, it's gold. 90 Day Beyonce is what. Not his handle, but what he considers himself. And I freaking love it. I know you do. We'll I talk love about it. it. We'll talk about it. One last ask, and it's more important than ever. It means more than ever. And I know I ask you guys every single time, hey, if you haven't left a review, could you do it? But we really could use that now because of all the shows we're going to be covering. It's a ton of work. A review means the world to us. It goes a long way, and it helps the show grow and get noticed. So if you haven't left a review, please do. Yes, guys. It means a lot to us. It's a new year. It's a gift that keeps on giving. And you can actually now 
rate. I don't think you can leave a review, but you can rate on Spotify. So if you're listening on Spotify, you can go ahead and rate the podcast. I know a handful of you guys have done that already. So thank you for that. Guys, if you haven't, go for it. Drop the five stars like it's hot. Oh, hello. <laughs> She's got no shame in her game just asking for five stars. I say, let us know what you think. Leave, uh, leave an appropriate review. If you think we're four stars, leave us four stars, but let us know why. How can we get to five? We want to get to five, but if we're at a five, let us know. Yeah. Five stars. Okay. Here is some Teresa <laughs> sass. She's very, she's very honest. Okay, speaking of reviews. I'm kidding, guys. I, I'm sorry before you move on. We love it. We love all of it. We love all the reviews. We love all the support. Yeah. Obviously, I'm kind of joking, but I'm kind of not. Well, let me be clear. <laughs> we read reviews on this podcast. We only read the five-star reviews. So if you want that review read, make it a five-star review. I got one here to read. Okay. And this one comes to us from our friend, Maniku. Maniku is a good friend of ours. Hello, Maniku. We love Maniku. She writes five stars titled Best Reality Companion Podcast. And then here's something for you, Teresa, an emoji of a hippo. I love it. I freaking love hippos. Love hippos. Love to watch them eat watermelon when you're down. Didn't you? Didn't I just show you another video of a hippo painting? Literally before we jumped on the mics, she <laughs> was like, hold on a second. Take a look at this. And it was a hippo. At a zoo, face covered in paint. Looked like a hippo on Halloween. A Halloween <laughs> hippo. And it was just pushing its face against a canvas. It looked great. It was guys, beautiful. <laughs> guys, you know, I'm passionate about seals, right? We did that. We commissioned a seal in Alaska mm -hmm. to do a painting for us. Yeah, kind, of a, kind of a ripoff. <laughs> what sucks about it is that the seal chose these aqua colors. It doesn't go with our apartment. They did not pay attention to our color scheme. I would love for the seal to paint something like yellow gray-ish. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But the seal decided to do aqua. That's the, that's the design, the color aesthetic of his home. Of water. I know. So he went blues and turquoises. I know. But guys, we love it. We love an animal paint stuff. I just saw the hippo. Fab. Okay. Sorry, Moniku. Back to the review. <laughs> Best Reality Companion Podcast. Hippo emoji. Five stars. She writes, I can't believe I haven't left a review yet. I was 74% sure I already had, in parentheses, as in math. At the risk of sounding like a complete weirdo, I think of this couple as my 90-day franchise besties. We, we, uh, we do too. I love it. Monica. Yeah. Okay. I watch episodes wondering what's T going to say about that outfit? Or <laughs> I wonder if John is going to catch that. These two are an absolute joy to listen to. This pod has plenty of witty insights, funny personal stories, and a comprehensive recap of many 90 day favorites. I'm definitely glad I smash that like button. What? Smash it like it's married to reality hot with 37 T's. I freaking love this. Moniku. Woo! What a review. What a way to start the new year with a review love like it. that. Big Al. Thank o -V -E. you. O-V-E. What, what? Like love. Oh, I thought you said Big Al. I was no. like, who's Big Al? <laughs> I was going to say, I love that you said, because Jen and I always joke about exaggerating or making fun of like random numbers. And yeah. I love that you said I'm 74% sure. <laughs> well, that's it's so random. Like 55% attracted. And I just freaking love it. Yeah, that's the best. Thank you, Moniku. That makes our day. If you haven't left the review, please do. Thank you. Be Thank like Moniku. Be like Moniku. Please leave a review. Please re leave a review. Okay. <laughs> Before we get into this episode, how about a little 90 day, by the way? Yeah, hit us. All right. Number one, 
Paul and Karini may finally be calling it quits. What? We talked about them a couple of weeks ago. Everything that went down, the videos, it was a little disturbing. It was very sad. But now it seems like they may be finally coming to an end because Paul wiped his social media clean yesterday or the day before, then posted a bunch of Instagram stories. Okay. He posted a couple of court documents. He loves to do this. He loves to oh, Paul. show the papers. <laughs> he showed that Karini is avoiding being served with her divorce papers and also emergency protective orders. I think, what, does, what does that mean? I don't know totally, but I think he filed EPO, emergency protective orders for the kids, um, saying they were in danger, perhaps. Mm. I'm, that would make sense. This is my assumption, but... The whole thing is tricky. She's avoiding these divorce papers, I think, I would imagine, because she's on a spousal visa. The kids are U.S. citizens, so she can't just take the kids and go back to Brazil. No. And if they divorce, she might not be able to stay in the States if the spousal True. visa gets rescinded. Yeah, I don't know how that works with the kids, but I know it can get very messy. Super messy. I have a friend who she's Czech, she has a child with an American citizen. It was a crazy quick marriage. It wasn't a 90-day, but it was basically 90-day. Mm -hmm. They've been dating for like 30 days, and he got her pregnant. Anyways, he was the worst person ever. She eventually divorced him. Now she's married to someone else, great guy, a new kid. But this new guy is in the military. Oh. So they relocated him to Italy. And so they had to file so many paperwork with the court so they can bring the kid that she shares with this dude with them. And he was fighting them so hard for so long, but he owned money on, mm. what do you call it? I'm not sure. Like alimonies? Oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. The child support. Yeah. yeah, and so eventually, like, he gave, he gave in. He said, okay, he can go. And the court said... The kid can spend time with him if he flies to Italy to pick the kid up, which Jeez. he will never do yeah. because he basically cannot pay for anything. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, but she was telling me it was tough. It took months. They were fighting him. They were offering him money. They were offering like crazy things. Yeah. And it's a tricky situation. It's a very tricky situation. So uh, good luck, Paul and Karini. Yeah, good luck. I would say stop letting all of this play out on social media. Like, Don't air your dirty laundry on social media. Handle it. Like adults between the two of you and your I lawyers. Mean, do add it on social media. Oh, we media. enjoy it, but it can't be good for <laughs> oh, you, I know, your kids, I know. or your case. I think you need to keep some things private. Yeah, for sure. Right? Yeah. Um, I'm very curious because didn't they break up before several times? Oh, yeah. So I w I'm wondering, is this another, oh, okay, let's divorce and they're going to end up together. But the videos that uh, aired a so few disturbing. weeks ago... It was horrible. With the kids sitting right there. So like, disturbing. Was Karini on drugs or... Who knows? What was going on? But I'm just thinking, the first time we saw her, she was this innocent girl, spoke no English, lived in this tiny village in the middle of nowhere. Seemed very nice. Enter Paul. Yeah. And freaking Paul just changed her life. Yeah. So that's that. A little, by the way, 1.5. Now that we're talking about relationships and breaking up mm -hmm. and getting together, this is something you brought to my attention. Seems like Tariq and Hazel are back together. 
Tarzel's back Tarzel. together. The return of Tarzel. Yeah. We were driving home from our trip and I saw it on social media. I told John, he's like, no, that's not true. But well, then I said, I, check the date because it could have been, you know, all these. I think you saw a meme account or something yeah. reposted. I was like, well, a lot of times they'll repost old things. They can't keep up. And we checked the date and it was like New Year's Day or New Year's Eve. It was, yeah, either or, but I went to Hazel's Insta and that's where it was originally posted. Yeah. So it on, seems on like. On her TikTok. Yeah, but she shared it okay. on her Instagram. Yeah. So it seems like things are back to normal. But this goes to what I'm saying of stop airing your dirty laundry because Hazel put out all this stuff about Tariq saying he did X, Y, yeah. and Z. And we're all like, oh, and now you're back together. And we're like, oh, like it doesn't look good. It's when you break up with someone and you tell your friends, oh, they, they were the worst. I can't stand them. We broke up. I feel so much better. And then you get back together a week later and your friends are like, what about all that stuff you were just oh, telling me? Yeah. That's kind of what they're doing here by airing it on social media. Not good. Not, Not good, good, but I'm sure we all are here for it. Oh, we're here for it. <laughs> Come on. Okay. By the way, number two, Corey and Evelyn are opening a new restaurant. Oh, okay. So the reason I discovered this is because Evelyn recently posted on social media. She's looking for a chef for their restaurant. Interesting. It is interesting. Here's why it's interesting. Here's what she posted. Hi, are you a chef in the EEUU or other country and looking to escape the cold weather? I'm looking for a volunteer chef in my new restaurant. My offer is a free place to stay by the beach, meals, drinks, surfboards, and surf lessons if you need. Let me know if you want to come spend a vacation here while helping develop a menu and new cooking experiences too. Experiences required. DM me if interested. So basically, it's a free labor. Yeah, it's, a, it's an unpaid position <laughs> that requires experience. So it's not like, yeah, come help us learn. No, it's a sh someone who needs to know how to chef mm -hmm. is going to come do it for free or for some surf lessons. You need to pay at, at least something, maybe not the full salary if you're offering a place to stay, right? Sure. For example, I'm going to bring it back to my au pair days. I wasn't getting paid enough, but I had a free place to stay yep. and I could drive a car, etc. Yep. I could eat, right? But they still had to pay us something so we could travel or we could save the money, we could explore. And so it wasn't just indentured servitudism because that's what this would be is, oh, you'll, you'll live here, but you'll work. And it's a little ridiculous. She's calling it a vacation. She's like, come spend a vacation here while you help develop a menu. It's like, no, you're going to be working. Like, how is that person going to pay their bills? Like, let's say a cell phone bill. Right. Silly things. Right. Right. Uh, so I found this fascinating because we just visited the Biltmore. Oh, yeah. Beautiful 250-room mansion in North Carolina, right, from the Vanderbilts. That's mm -hmm. who built it and lived there. They had head chefs, wait staff. They all lived in the house, mm -hmm. okay? And they got paid New York City wages. They got paid so much money, apparently, that they were well off, all the servants, and it stayed in the family. So, like, generations right. worked for the Biltmores making nice money. The Vanderbilts. What did I say? The Biltmores. They oh. worked at the Biltmore. <laughs> they worked at Biltmore House. But, yeah, I mean, that's how you do it. You give them the room, give them the board. 
and they'll work for you. You got to break them off a little something. This is not a recipe, no pun intended, for success for a successful restaurant to be like, hey, who wants to come be the head chef of this restaurant? In return, you get surf lessons from Corey. Yeah. Dude, when I lived in New Jersey, I found this side job that every Saturday I got paid $40 an hour to play with a golden retriever puppy for four hours. I'm not joking. (laughs) That's a dream job. I literally was sitting on the floor playing with this puppy, took it out a few times. Yeah. Because the family, they had kids, but they were just like lazy or the kids were driving around for, I don't know, their lessons or mom was driving them around. So they paid me every Saturday morning to play with a golden retriever puppy. That's a dream. And I got paid. I'm telling you, 30, it was like 30 or $40 an Overpaid hour. Overpaid either way. I loved it. Probably my favorite job ever. <laughs> <laughs> I can see why. So, okay, that's by the way. Good luck to all involved in these by the ways, as always. I feel like we always need to wish our by the way couples good luck. So, good luck, people. Good luck, everyone. Good luck, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Let's talk about the reason we are here Sunday night, 90 Day Fiance, before the 90 Days. Episode four. So far, so awesome. This may be my favorite episode of the season so far. I know it's only four episodes in, but... Three. This is the fourth. Oh. This is the fourth. Oh, you're right. So... <laughs> I'm sorry, episode this the, four. This is the fourth episode. I'm loving it. I'm loving it with capital L. A capital L. All the couples are delivering, I think. We're firing on all cylinders. I freaking love it. Without further delay, let's talk about it. Let's start with one of my favorite couples, Mike and Jimena. Oh, boy. Oh, okay. Mike. Poor Mikey. Mike is now in Colombia. After, after a year, it is time for him to check on his investment in person. <laughs> he wants to see where is all that money going. Yeah, Mike is excited to meet Jimena and... On the last episode, they made it look like, oh, she's not at the airport. She stood him up. But she was standing outside. She was outside. And I have to say, this was the warmest welcome so far we've seen on this season. I know. I was kind of surprised. This was very, there was some excitement, right? There was a little bit of a, I'm not going to call it a run. Okay. I'm not going to go full run, but it was that sort of walk when you are crossing the street and there is a car waiting for you where you just kind of move your arms faster to make it look like you're running, but you're really just going the same speed. It was that. It appeared like he was moving with some urgency. There was a little bit of a dropped bag, a soft bag drop Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and an embrace. It was a nice hug and a kiss. Yeah, I think he might have ran a little bit. At least she's Well, she was late. That's why she was probably running. (laughs) (laughs) She knew she was late. She knew Mike was going to be freaking out. Yeah, she gets there. There's a hug. There's a kiss. Mike says, I love you. And Jimena says, I love you. And it seems like, oh, well, they can communicate. Wait for it. I know. I was really (laughs) kind of surprised. I thought, oh, what's all this talk about? Lack of communication. Ooh, no, no, no. Wait for oh, it because oh. it's going to get so awkward. I'll wait. First, Mike tells the camera the kiss was amazing. Okay. Super happy. And Jimena says in Spanish, she's happy too. But then she tells the camera when Mike's not there that the kiss was a little tiny. 
it wasn't as passionate as she would hope, but it was just a little kiss, but hopefully it'll get better. I, I, I think that's okay. I think that first meeting doesn't have to be two dogs slobbering each other. Sure, especially they because they never met. Like exactly. Some couples, for example, Sunjin and... What's her Tanya. name? Tanya. They met before. So right. when he came to New York and they did that whole wild dance and she was freaking out and the friends were drinking. Oh, yeah. Like they met before. So that right. making out was almost justified. This is the first meeting. It is better than Caleb's almost handshake <laughs> that he went for. This was a respectable kiss. Okay. And more to come is what Jimena says. She thinks better kisses are to come. I'm trying to read Jimena because when she talks to the producers, she's very honest. She's honest about her intentions, about the money, about that she still loves her baby daddy, mm-hmm. about that Mike is not her type. Now she's saying that Mark is shorter than she thought. Mark or Mike? Mike. Yeah. Sorry. But when she's with Mike, she seems all lovey-dovey. Well, I think she is excited to see him. I think... She, I think that's real. I think, though, that when she speaks to the producers, when she speaks to the camera, she's speaking Spanish. She's speaking her native tongue. She might feel more comfortable and be able to, be able to express herself better when she's speaking Spanish. Also, aren't we all excited when we see a piggy bank that's full? Oh, how long will it be full for, though? Because <laughs> I think that piggy bank is getting drained fast. I feel bad, but... Let's yeah. let's not skip ahead okay. because let's talk about it. They they leave the airport hand in hand, speaking what Spanish they can to each other, which is more than I thought they'd be able to do. So I was feeling positive right from the get-go. But of course everything isn't perfect. Amena tells the camera Mike is shorter than she thought. Mm. But he looks cute in his tiny glasses. She sees him as this like cute little potato. Mm-hmm. I think that's what you see him as. Well, I see potato. Like, I usually, I don't find potato necessarily cute. I mean, I love yams. But I think it's like a funny thing when you say someone is like like a potato. It means they're like cute and wobbly and some like different, like weird shape. Did she call him a potato? No, I'm calling that's him a potato. That's what I'm saying. So I think you're projecting on Jimena. Well, the way she talked about Mike, I would just summarize it and just call him a potato. Okay. So (laughs) you're putting words into her mouth, but they get into the cab. It is a little quiet. It's a little awkward. They chat as much as they can. Mike's phone rings and apparently it's his dad. And I got mad at Mike for not picking up because dad's calling. He's probably worried about Mike. Yeah. He could have just picked up and said, hey, dad, I landed. I'm safe in a cab. I'll call you later. If it's truly his dad, because... I saw on social media, he posted that scene and he was like, even telemarketers can reach you in another country or something. Oh. So I don't know which was the joke, which was the lie, if the dad was the Mm. lie or the telemarketer thing. But yeah, that's a very good point. If dad called you. He was probably like, your car warranty is about to expire. I actually think that's what what Mike said. But uh, you're right. If it's his dad, he should pick up and say, hey, I made it. I landed. All's well. But... He doesn't answer, so Jimena gets suspicious. And she's like, why did you delete it? Why did you delete the call? I think maybe she meant end it. Like, But also, he didn't understand her, so all yeah, good. Yeah. All's well. <laughs> All's well, that ends well. So before Jimena takes Mike to see his apartment. <laughs> she's got his apartment. 
<laughs> that was my joke. I yeah. told you that. Oh, you did? Yes. Oh, sorry. I told you that. I was like, oh, Jimena's taking Mike to his apartment. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I guess subconsciously, sure, I heard that. Um, yes. They, they stop to eat. And this is the first real moment of awkwardness because Jimena tells the cameras, Mike is quiet. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's because something's bothering him. Can we take a moment and appreciate the way they were making the meat? Let's appreciate it. Did you see it? I think, yeah. Was it on a spit or? It was like a little tent kind yeah, of a thing. Like an open flame. Yeah. And they, the meat was like almost like when you braid a basket. A basket. Oh. It was kind of like. Interesting. What do you call it? But I don't know. Well, not shawarma. It's not shawarma. No. No, but when you braid a basket, weave. I don't think. Yes. Weave. Yes, okay. weave. And I was like, oh my gosh, I want to eat it right now. Yeah, it did look good. It did look good. Um, so they stop there <laughs> and they start talking a little bit. Jimena asks if Mike told his dad that he was in Colombia visiting. And he says, yeah, I'm not hiding anything. Everyone knows about this. His local toy store. Lady knows about his trip. It's risky. <laughs> it's risky. Everyone knows about you. Amena, you are not a secret. You can rest assured about that. But she starts to get a little emotional. I think maybe reality is setting and maybe she sees Mike and realizes, oh, we do have communication difficulties. He is short. Those glasses are tiny. The reality is maybe setting in. I don't oh, know. For sure. I don't know Just why else. Imagine going on a bad date, going on a date with someone who used some filters, right? You go, you meet for dinner. You're like, oh my God, you have nothing to talk about, right? Mm-hmm. Or that person doesn't really speak English. You're like, oh my God, that's so awkward. That's maybe an hour or two of your life. Yep. Mike is there for two weeks yeah. <laughs> and they cannot talk. I know, but it, it seemed like they were getting along. So I was a little surprised by her getting emotional because I was like, oh, things seem to be going well. She wants that passionate kiss. She wants things to progress. But then all of a sudden she gets emotional. Again, I freaking loved my piggy bang when I was a kid. Nah, very true. Very true. Yeah, maybe at that restaurant he was like, you paying for this? And <laughs> for, she, of course he paid for it. He pays for everything. He paid for all the belly shirts for the entire family, but we'll get there. The outfits, the segment, coming up. Okay, let's cut to Mike and Jimena arriving at Jimena's house. And the whole family is there. Mike's house. Sorry, Mike's house. <laughs> the whole family is there. Mother, father, sister, brother, stepmother, other sister, Juan David, Harold Stephen. <laughs> and that sounds like four more people, but it's actually just two people. I think... Juan David and Harold Steven are my favorite names ever. Oh, I like it more than my name. I like it more than your name. I like it more than my entire family's names. Juan David and Harold (laughs) Steven are just chef's kiss. (laughs) Chef's kiss to those names. I mean, if Jimena, based on what Jimena told us about her life, seems like she made a lot of bad decisions, Mm -hmm. but not when it comes to these names. No, best decision she's ever made. (laughs) So good. And so Mike walks in. Obviously, he's overwhelmed. He didn't expect to walk into a family reunion, but there he is. And here's where it gets fantastic because he's sitting there trying to fire up his little translator device. (laughs) 
did he borrow it from Junie, aka yeah. John's meme? Yeah, no. Here's my here's my new meme. I don't think that was a translation device. I think it was a Tamagotchi. I freaking loved Tamagotchi. Did right? you have one? <laughs> That's what that looks like. Yeah, yeah. I, had a, I had a digital pet. I did too. I, 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 I got a few. I you kept did? Lo- I kept losing them. One and done. I tried to make one last for more than a week and it died and I said, I'm done with I got thing. the dinosaur one and I freaking loved it. It so kept dying on me because I couldn't feed it during school no, hours. No, really? <laughs> shocker. You killed a digital pet even. <laughs> what a shocker. I'm sure everyone on the podcast is going to be surprised to hear you murdered another pet. You said you killed your Tamagotchi too. It's the only pet I've ever killed. You know that you can press the button and it resets. Yeah, but that's cheating. And I gave up. I mean, what, do you want me to be keeping it alive today? Do you think there's someone today that still kept their Tamagotchi alive? I'm pretty sure there are people who still have their Tamagotchi. Yeah, well, I think that's what Mike was using. I think Mike confused his Tamagotchi for his translator. Just... Just to tell you a quick story. Oh, boy. Once I was tired of Tamagotchi, I started pe- playing Zoo Tycoon. Oh. When you build your own zoo and you take care That's of cool. the animals. I did Roller Coaster Tycoon. Let me guess. All of your animals died. No, but some escaped. <laughs> <laughs> you can't I make played this up. That game for Folks, so- you can't make this up. <laughs> I played that game for so long and then I don't know what happened. I know, I, I know exactly I what sick, happened. So I was basically glued to the computer screen. Yeah. I built this badass zoo. I was making money. People loved it. And then some animals escaped and some got well, eaten you know, by the tigers. Yada, yada, yada. Long yeah, story short, sadness the segment. No. Okay. Digital. Okay. <laughs> All right. So finally, Mike gets his Tamagotchi to speak a little bit and everyone laughs. The family's like, oh, he's shy. He's red. He looks like a tomato. Tomato, not a potato. Well, tomato because he's red. Potato because he has this funny shape and he's kind of cute. Potato, tomato, as they say. Sure. As they say. <laughs> what I liked, and to speak to the fact that I do kind of think Jimena is into Mike and for more than just the money, she was rubbing his back the whole time. She was. It was nice. She was trying to. She was trying to comfort him. This is what I think. I think she likes him as a person. I think she likes him because he takes care of her. Do I think she's attracted to him? No. No, well, she admits he's not her type. Yeah. But I thought that was nice. He's uncomfortable. He's trying his best. And she literally has got his back. She's sitting there rubbing his back. True. But let's see. How long can this last? We'll see. So Amena's dad, Ymir, tells the camera... Mike is inadequate for Jimena. But first he said he's a very nice guy. Very nice guy. His translator is useless. <laughs> and he doesn't see how they could have a future together. Well, I can understand because they don't speak the same language. Yeah. And to that point, I don't think it was cool to have her entire family there the minute he walked in. Okay. Right? He just landed in a foreign country, has never met her, and now True. he's got to meet the entire fam. I was going to judge you a little bit, but then you said the minute he landed. The minute he landed, and they've never met, because I know what you're thinking. Yeah. You, The first time you met my parents, you also met my entire family tree. Which I didn't know. And I'm I didn't going kn- to. I didn't know. <laughs> I just came to John's house. He's showing me around, and it was Father's Day. Yeah. And I'm like... 
why are there so many chairs around this big table? <laughs> and your mom is like, the whole family is coming. Yeah, we came in from <laughs> New York. We were living in New York at the time. We took the train up. I think my sister picked this up. Yeah. Shout out to Rachel. She picked this up. So you you had met her before. I though. did meet Rachel before. So that was nice. We get to my parents' house and we knew it was Father's Day week. And we thought it would be a nice time for tea to meet mom yeah. and dad. And we walk into the house and yeah, in our dining room, there was probably 12 chairs set up around the table. <laughs> and I was like, "Who, mom, who's coming to this barbecue? Like, Everyone. Not, the whole fam. The whole it was, fam. It was standing room only. We ran out of chairs. It was standing room only at this party. <laughs> well, the you, worst thing about that reunion, whatever you want to call it, meetup, yeah. meeting, yep. was that I got really bad allergies. Ooh, so true. I was covered in hives. I had to wear... A button up. You got them like the day before. Yeah. And that the day before or the day of, we're at H&M trying to find you a collared shirt that would cover your neck. Yeah, because it was also very hot outside. Yeah. So but, fun, fun story, but I'm with you. You at least, your parents at least gave me a day to adjust. We at least had met each other. True. Okay. True. So. We've been dating for six months at that point. That's my point. That's my point. They should have at least had the day to themselves. And then maybe the second day. They can meet the rest of the family. Yeah, I agree. Meeting Juan, David, and Harold, Stephen, that's like meeting four <laughs> people. Okay, so if you want to introduce them to the kids, at least start there. And also, let me loop in a little outfit, the segment, belly shirts. Okay, belly go shirts Go a long segment. way in that family. Let's not even call it outfits the segment. This is belly shirts the segment. It's belly shirts the segment. I feel like the dad was wearing a belly shirt too. <laughs> <laughs> it does, yeah, it doesn't matter. Gender, age, whatever. I'm giving Mike two weeks. Belly shirts. <laughs> right. How Tiffany always showed her shoulders. Mm-hmm. This fam is always showing their bellies. Yeah. Why not? Eh, more power to you. Exactly. It, you eat a lot. Right. And then it's just comfort. It's built for comfort. Just Well, I unbutton my pants. Yeah. just I don't necessarily show my belly, but eh, comfort of the segment. Something to think about. Maybe for our merch, because if you guys don't know, we got merch, MarriedToRealityPodcast.com. We could start selling belly shirts. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right. For sure. I don't know who's going to wear it because I don't like wearing belly shirts. Well, some people, something for everyone. Maybe, maybe Jimena would buy some for yeah. her whole family. Okay. <laughs> so Mike would buy it for Jimena. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so then the kids come over to Mike and Mike is hugging them, rubbing them. And that sounded creepy. It was nice. Well, yeah, that's what he did. Uh, yeah, that word was on my mind because of the way Jimena was rubbing his back, but it was nice. And then it got. Maybe it crossed a line because Mike's like, I love you. Mike tells the kids, I love you. Oh, Not even I love your names. I love you. <laughs> Which is too much on the first day you meet them. But you can also tell that the kids were a little brainwashed in a way that they were saying, we want Mike to be our stepfather uh, two minutes after they met him. So sad. Um, he's the best boyfriend our mom has ever had. Yeah. And he's probably definitely better than... Juan David's dad. The one in prison. (laughs) Yes. I would imagine. Yeah. But it's just too much, too quick. Yeah. And the kids are falling for it and Mike's falling for it. And take your time, especially when kids are involved. Very cute kids. Adorable kids. Yeah. Mike is kind of a kid too, so I'm sure he'll get along with them. Right. Well, he brings out all the toys that he got for the kids. And it's nice. It's nice that he came bearing gifts. Oh, yeah. So we cut to Mike eating his desserts with the kids. Desserts? 
Yeah. I, I thought it was dinner. I thought they got some dessert. I thought it was dinner. Okay. Well. Oh. Tomato, potato. Eating, eating. So he's tired, but he's putting a smile on because he, he wants to bang. He wants to make a good first impression. He wants to bang on that first night. And he goes upstairs with Jimena and the kids, leaves the rest of the family downstairs. And they go and try to put the kids to sleep. So Mike can pleasure Jimena like never before, mm. his words, not mine. <laughs> but Harold Stephen doesn't want to sleep. No. He just got a bunch of new toys, dressed up like a firefighter. <laughs> He's, this kid's not going down. He wants to party. But finally, they get him to go to sleep. They get him to go to their own room. And Mike uses the translator to tell Jimena. He's so happy to be there. He can't wait to see what happens these next two weeks. Translator works, does a good job. <laughs> and they start. A pretty, a pretty good job. Good enough that they start kissing. Right? True. Jimena closes the door. Turns off the light. You hear the smooching for a little bit until it's interrupted by a crying Harold Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Harold Stephen is such a party pooper. Mm -hmm. What is it called? <laughs> party, a, a party I can't say it. Uh, don't say it. <laughs> I please. can't say it. You know what I was going to say, right? Uh -uh. I can't say it. Don't say it. Can you uh -uh. mouth it to me? <laughs> I have no idea what she just said. <laughs> I, I'll say I'll say the PG version of what I was gonna say. You ready? Well, he's know. a penis block. Oh, okay. <laughs> you yeah. know what I was gonna say? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's just ready. He's dressed up in his firefighter outfit. He's ready because sparks are flying in the bedroom. Mm. You know, <laughs> somebody call nine one one. Oh my gosh! All right, that's Mike and Jimena. I'm more hopeful than I was a week ago for them. I like what I'm seeing. Yes. Not talking no. about the belly I saw some, something wild in the previews, or at least it seemed mm. wild. The but Jimena's going to, not that, Jimena's going to tell something to Mike, and Mike will be, Mike will be like, oh, uh, I don't know. I have to process this. I have to think about this. So I'm curious what she's going to tell him. Okay. Me too. Maybe he doesn't know that Harold Stevens' dad is in prison, and I all she so. had to do is to live her legs. Ooh. Uh, is that what, yeah, what did she say? Yeah, hold her legs. Yeah, she's yeah. like, I just lifted my legs up, and oh, here boy. comes Harold Steven. Oh, boy. All right. We'll see. We'll, we'll find out. We'll save that for another podcast. All right, let's move on. Let's talk about another fan favorite. My personal fave. Oh, all right. Caleb and Alina. So, first morning in Turkey, and Caleb is shirtless, of course. Classic. And he's bringing Alina Turkish coffee in bed. Wearing leggings. Let's talk about this <laughs> outfit, if you will. Um, didn't look good. Didn't fit well. And really just confusing why you would bring those on a trip. When, when space is at an economy, right? You've only got so many suitcases. That's what you choose to bring. I would understand if he was going on a ski trip. That's those true. Those are, those are slalom you, pants. You have pants like that? I do not. How dare you? Not with a design. Don't you have? I have thermal pants. Yeah. Those were, those were, I think you're right, alpine skiing yeah. or slalom skiing Well, that's pants. what I'm saying. No, but those are what you wear on the outside. What I have you wear on the inside under your snow pants. Yeah. That's what he could have worn. Those are ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. And that's your, your go-to pant the first night you're with... This woman who you are 
in a, interested in having a relationship with. That's your go-to pant. His balls must have been swol- swollen. No, <laughs> swollen. Sw- sweating. Yes. <laughs> Maybe swollen. Who, Who knows? knows? Who knows? He's getting a lot of hate for those pants, though. But I can see why. I can see why. I mean, Alina seemed to like all of it. But what she did yeah. not like was Caleb's attitude the previous night. When he didn't kiss her, didn't say anything, all he did was he showered, I guess. Mm-hmm. He went to bed, and in those 10 minutes that Alina was washing her face, yeah. he passed out. <laughs> he, goes, he goes, you washed your face for 10 minutes. That's a long time, which immediately brought me to an office reference. <laughs> which one? Where, and forgive me, I forget his name. I think he is like the property manager. He's in the wheelchair, and he's talking about... His daily routine. Oh, yeah. He's like, I brush my teeth for 30 seconds. And Michael's like, you guys hear that? 30 seconds. That's three times longer than I brush my teeth. (laughs) (laughs) We love the office. When I was listening to this, it's like 10 minutes, which if you're just washing your face, yeah, 10 minutes is ridiculous. But if you're doing a whole routine, 10 minutes is is probably average. I take like 25 minutes to do all my routine. Yeah. So 10 minutes is. And that's not, it doesn't even include showering. Exactly. Yeah. So that's an excuse, Caleb. Yeah. 10 minutes, Caleb, please. That sounds like a guy who doesn't exfoliate. Well, he's... Exactly. <laughs> Am I right? I, I like how I stopped you in your tracks. <laughs> <laughs> Teresa's arm was up. She was ready to launch into something. She's like, exactly. Great, Love exfoliating. So it's a big part of my lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, he said they didn't have sex or they didn't even kiss because Caleb wasn't feeling it. And he said it. He said so, more than that. Well, yeah, but I almost feel like he probably wasn't necessarily asleep, but he just didn't want to get into he was, anything. He wasn't in the mood, mm. right? He he said, I realized our physical difference. I was tired. It just wasn't ideal. It's like, oh, okay. Excuses, excuses, excuses. I understand being tired. Being on the plane for so long can be tiring. Being dead, done dead. But saying that he just realized their physical differences, that's dumb, dude, because you knew. Well, and allow me to clarify, because I don't necessarily think they need to have sex the first day or the second day or the first week. But you could give a good night kiss. Yeah. You could fall asleep in each other's arms. You can cuddle, right? That stuff doesn't take much energy and it means a lot, I think. It sure does. So I'm not Even, saying they should have banged it out the first night. I'm just saying a little good night kiss wouldn't hurt. Yeah, they didn't have to bang it out. But yes, you said a good night kiss, a little cuddle, even a kiss at the airport. Come yeah. on. Instead of that, the half handshake. A little something to reassure yeah. Alina. So now Caleb's like, all right, well, how about this? And he grabs her and holds her against his bare chest and goes, here, is this better? You fit in here perfectly. Yeah, oh, Caleb. <laughs> and then, if that's not enough, he goes, you want your gifts now? I, You know what's sad? He's being kind of a douche, and Alina's just, I'm mad at you. Two seconds later, he picks her up. He's like, you fit right here like a puzzle, and she's just so happy. Yeah, and I don't even know if it's, if he's a bad person or if, and he, I don't know if he's a bad person, it's too early to say, but his communication is bad. The way he says things, what he says, that comes off as crass. That comes off douchey when he's like, you want your gifts now? 
It's like, whoa, that's not a way to gift someone anything. Well, that might be his personality. That's what I'm saying. And I'm not going to judge him based on that. But that is what's causing my reaction to him is the way he's saying things and what he says. Yeah. Not necessarily the actions or anything really outward other than just his communication. So she wants her gifts. He gets out what he brought. The first thing, a recycled necklace. Which is nice. I'm all for eco-friendly, as Alina called it. Okay, you're on board for this gift. How about the next gift? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we had this discussion with our friends during our live last night. Yes. I think that the thought of the backpack was nice, but I don't think he really thought it through, how it's actually going to sound or what Alina's going to react. And Alina was a trooper. She was like, oh, maybe, I mean... It's a nice thought. So in a way, I get it. I think he's like, oh, I love hiking. And I'm sure if you could, you would. So here is a way you could do it with me so I can show you something I love. Which, as I said yesterday, I also do love hiking. And I did introduce your you to hiking. And you do love it. But the difference is that you can hike yourself. I just don't like that he's he's making a lot of assumptions here. One... I think you would like hiking if you could. That's an assumption. Two, I think you would like to get in this baby Bjorn and <laughs> and have me tear you. That's what it was, right? Man. That's an assumption. So there's a lot of assumptions. I think the gift would have been better if it was here's something that we can do together equally. Right? Yes. We, if he we could both enjoy this. Differently. Well, no, not even that. No, I'm saying forget the baby Bjorn. I don't think that was a great gift. Mm. And I know you say she's a trooper. She did. She said Some people would be offended. I appreciate he's thinking of ways we can spend time together. I think there's other ways you can spend time together. There is, but maybe he wants to introduce her to something he loves. And again, back to comes to us. You introduced me to a few things that I learned to love. Sure. I introduced you to a few things that you learned to love. Yes. Unlike them, we both can't do it without any help. Okay, so here's the thing. I... Googled, and I don't know the appropriate term to Google, but I Googled first backpacks for little people. And then, and guys, don't, can, don't, don't cancel me. Backpacks to carry little people. Because I didn't know. I wanted to see, was this thing legit? Yeah. No, it's not. It, I couldn't find it. And if you guys have seen it or found it, send it my way. But this is not a thing, at least that I saw, that exists. Of course it's not a thing. I think he Googled... Um, I don't know, backpacks for fat toddlers. Jeez. Not that Alina's fat, but she's bigger than a toddler. Okay. So backpacks for big toddlers or big kids. Okay. And that's what he got. I which, guess. That's a little silly. I get but that's what I'm saying is he's inventing his own category here. It's not like, <laughs> oh, this is great. This is common, right? This is something that she's may have seen before. It's like, no, he's just coming up with this to be like, get in this backpack. We're going for a hike. <laughs> Again. I think the thought wasn't bad. Yeah. I think the actual idea is horrible. Yeah. <laughs> not a, I'm not investing. If this is on Shark Tank, I'm not investing. Oh, me neither. But I almost feel like, and I hope that was, those were his intentions saying, I know you would probably struggle with hiking, but I do love it and I want you to experience it with me. Yeah. Here is a solution. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thought that counts. Yes. So cut to Caleb and Alina coming down the stairs. 
and they're meeting up with Elijah. I love this scene. This is his moment right here. Elijah just sitting there drinking his tea, ready to judge. You can see the sass. Oh, yeah. So Caleb just goes, man, it's been a long time. You look different than I imagined. And, and Elijah's like, well, like different in bad way, good way. And Caleb's like, it's a good thing. You look stunning. <laughs> stunning. Okay, Caleb. Yeah. I mean, Elijah did look stunning. I was loving the snake pants, mm-hmm. a little outfit, the segment. There we go. Red hair. I yep. think that looked good. I yep. think he has a vibe. Oh, Elijah for has sure. a vibe. And I loved the sass. Maybe he should. This is what I'm going to say about Elijah's sass. Maybe he shouldn't have started with the sass, mm-hmm. right? Maybe he should have started being a little more friendly, a little more open minded about Caleb. But eventually, I understand why he gets to be the way he is towards Caleb because Caleb's going to make a few decisions that I don't agree with. Well, I don't think Elijah started with sass from the beginning right here. It was Caleb who was like, you look different than I imagined. Yeah, so that's that's a good point. Uh, so I think Elijah was right to ask, oh, in a good way or a bad way. I think Elijah gets a little too nosy in his next correspondence when he says so when you first saw lena did you kiss her like that's a mind your own business elijah true right and caleb goes well alina's great but i just fell asleep and elijah kind of digs in a little bit more yesterday you saw the girl you wanted to see for 13 years and you just fell asleep Yes, Elijah. Well, no. See, this is, this is where they, we disagree. They could have at least scuttled. They could have at least sure. fall asleep But it's arms. not Elijah's business. It's not, it's not for him to know. If they go and have tea time later, just the two of them, Alina and Elijah, sure, gossip. Okay? Have your talk. But this, it's not up to Elijah to interrogate Caleb the first minute he meets him. True, but he's trying to protect Alina. Maybe too yeah, much. A maybe too a little much. too protective. But I think it's coming from a good place that he cares for his friend who was heartbroken many times. He is there to protect Alina. He didn't go to Turkey to vacation, right? Yeah. And they involved him in this whole thing. Uh so I understand that he is asking and again that's his personality being a little sassy and that That's it. (laughs) So so Caleb tells the camera, I had some apprehension of Elijah coming, but after meeting him, like, is this what he's going to be bringing to the table the entire time? And it just cracked me up. Again, it comes down to his word choice and his Mm -hmm. communication. Is this what he's going to be bringing to the table the entire time? Like, he's not a waiter. What he's going to be bringing to the table? Is this the energy? He's a bartender. Is this the energy? Is this kind of energy he's going to be bringing to the table? It's like, what? It cracks and, and me I up. And I thought that people from Arizona are so laid back. Nope. That's not, what Sinjin said. Oh, no. Sinjin's friend on the single life. No, no, not, not this guy. So they all get up and Elijah instructs Caleb how to man the wheelchair. And Caleb is off to a rough start. So Elijah shows him how to maneuver it down the stairs. Well, first Caleb was like, oh, let, let's do it together. And Elijah, right. sassy Elijah is like, no, you can do it by yourself. And this is how, 
Which is good. Show Which, him how. Show right. him how. If that's how she is used to traveling, then yeah. Like, let's do it the way you're going to be doing it moving forward. Elijah is hopefully not going to always be there to man the wheelchair with you. And I'm pretty sure that at that moment, Caleb was glad that Elijah was there. Oh. he wouldn't have known. Well, he goes, I work out, dude. This is cake. And again, just <laughs> the, the words coming out of your mouth, Caleb, are so douchey. I work out, dude. This is cake. It's not about working out. You know it's how much about protein not, powder I brought? It could barely it's fit. It's about not dropping Alina down the stairs. Yeah. It was ridiculous. This is the first time I've ever seen a straight guy and a gay guy fight over a girl. Ridiculous. Kind of, yeah. Right? They're totally <laughs> fighting. And one of our friends on the live said they're fighting for her attention. Right? They're not fighting for her love necessarily, like her sex. They're fighting for her attention. And it's entertaining. Oh, for sure. So they get to a mosque. And Alina's loving it. Caleb wants to go to the second floor to check it out. He asks Alina if she wants to go, but she says she'll wait. So Caleb and Elijah, they go together. And it gets weird. Very weird. Because Caleb starts <laughs> talking about the tingling sensation that he's having. And all the energy. He feels all the energy. And Elijah just looks at him like, WTF? Yeah. Well, Caleb's trying to coach Elijah to feel the energy. And this is where I'm going like, okay, Alina, you told Elijah not to come to the airport so you could have a one-on-one -on -one meeting with Caleb. And that was good. That was, I think that was the right decision. You guys mm -hmm. should meet one-on-one. -on -one. And now he, they've all met. We've all met. But at some point you need to excuse Elijah. He doesn't, you don't need to third wheel this entire trip. She's got sure. four wheels of her own. We don't need a third wheel, <laughs> right? At some point, it's awkward just to have him there. Yes, I agree. But again, he's been helping a lot. Caleb wouldn't have known what to do. So maybe the first day, it's good that Elijah's there. Okay, well, what about dinner? Because we cut and they go to dinner. Yeah, dinner got a little awkward. And let's start with Caleb's manners because he has none. Well, that's true. The fact is that he pours water for himself and drinks it without offering to put it for anyone else. Mm -hmm. That's rude. Yeah, and then Alina was rude when she commented on all Americans being jerks. Yeah, well, that's not true. You are a gentleman. There are gentlemen and jerks in every culture in every country. Very true. I totally agree with you. But then they got drinks and Caleb just started drinking without cheating without waiting for everyone getting their drinks which i yeah. find rude my thing is when we go to dinner when we have a family dinner you don't start eating without everyone else sitting down having their meals and drinks ready 100 percent. and i hate when we go out to dinner with someone and the second the plate touches the table or their drinks they just start eating it's they don't rude. wait for everyone else they don't cheer they don't say bon appetit so rude, and I hate it. Mm -hmm. So, Caleb, hello. Yeah, it's manners. It's it's not about anything yeah. other, because he's trying to play it off of, oh, Elijah, I think you are acting like Alina can't do things for herself. She can't pour her own water. I think you're making more of a big deal of her disability than needs to be made. It's like, no, you just need manners, Caleb. Yeah. 
And Kev, his excuse was, I was thirsty. Yeah. It's like, uh, uh, drink some water. That would be okay. Drinking water while drink water. waiting for everyone, that's perfectly fine. Sipping on your booze because you're thirsty. Nah, just, just wait for everyone. Manners, etiquette. That's a little rude, yeah. So, speaking of your cocktails and your booze, that comes along with the toast. We like to make toasts. Caleb! <laughs> I don't know if he likes to make toast or if he's ever made a toast. Because... Here's his toast. To my best friend and her best friend coming to Turkey. What? Yeah. Record scratch moment. Alina's like, wait, wait, what? Best, best friend? And Caleb's like, you're one of my best friends. So he almost downgrades it yeah, too. Yeah, one of them. He makes it worse. <laughs> Taking his grave a little deeper. And then Elijah's your best friend. So I'm not. he doesn't even consider himself to be her best friend. No, he said to my best friend. And to her best friend. Yes. Right. So it's a best it's a best friend's toast. And it's again, the words coming out of your mouth are Okay, love. Douchey. So okay. Elijah's like, let me ask you about your previous best friends. How many have you had? <laughs> and Caleb's like, I don't keep count, man. Whoever I'm seeing is my main focus. And but so, on the side, he told us he's been with so many women. Well, he probably lost count. He definitely lost count. So Caleb then asks Elijah about Alina's last relationship. And it's like, why are you not asking Alina? Literally my thought. Why are you having this conversation like he's the translator mm-hmm. for Alina? He's talking, oh, when was her last relationship? How long did that last? It's like, huh? Why are you talking to Elijah about this? It made zero sense to me. Zero sense. But hey, he is. And so Elijah isn't sure, but he said it was shitty. Alina says it took, it lasted about six months. They got sick of each other and it ended. But, but. Dun, dun, dun. Nice little Alina is keeping a secret. And the Uh, secret is that she lived with her ex until very recently. And Caleb doesn't know, and she's afraid to tell him because she's just afraid she's he's going to freak out and leave. Mm-hmm. Come clean, Alina. I'm telling you, Caleb just came clean about so many things. He so called I, you his best friend. Just come clean. I wonder, did her ex live with her and Elijah? Was it three? Or did Elijah oh. move in when the ex moved out? And she's like, well, I'm going to need someone here to help. Interesting. Right? We need to know. We do need to know, but I don't think we do know at this moment. Okay. Well, hopefully we find out. So they finished dinner or Caleb tells Elijah he's finished with dinner. With he's his like, cajun chicken. He's like, you're done with your cajun chicken. Uh, <laughs> what are you going to do now? And All mind right. you, mind you, Elijah had like half a sandwich left, but Caleb's done with Elijah. So Elijah's done with his sandwich and Elijah says, I'll leave you two alone. So immediately... He leaves and then Caleb and Alina get up right after him and leave. They must have walked right behind him. Hey, you guys could all left together, but Caleb's got to be a douche. Literally my point. Like Caleb could have said, hey, Elijah, what's your plan for tonight? We might, you know, do something just the two of us if that's okay. What are you going to do? Be nice. Don't be an ass. Hey, we're in a foreign country. Maybe we could all walk back to the hotel together or we can all take a cab together. No. Kicks him out while he's still eating his dinner and then leaves Right after yeah, him. Caleb's rude, but 
a little bit of Elijah sass. As he's leaving, he turns around. He's like, have a good time. <laughs> and he walks away. He knows how to make an exit. I fucking loved Elijah in this segment. <laughs> so, okay, they get up. They head back to the hotel. They go to the room alone. And Caleb says, I want to strengthen our connection. And the more time we spend together, the better it's going to get. And it gets a little hot, hot, hot. Uh, he got the password. I think he got the password. To, to Alina, Alina's Wi-Fi. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. it, it looked like a strong connection. They get to the room. Caleb plants a big kiss on her, throws her down onto the bed, mm-hmm. and they start making out. Yep. Let's see next time if they wake up naked. I didn't expect it to go from zero to 60 like that because you thought, okay, well, they'll work their way up to that roll in the hay. But no, it's like, hey. Yeah. I mean, the day before, Caleb was saying, oh, like, I don't feel it. That's why we didn't do anything. And today he was saying, yeah, I'm attracted to her. I feel there is something. So there must be something. I think there. I hope so. I hope, yeah, maybe it just took a little time. Maybe he was tired. Now he's warming up and it's going to turn into a real relationship as long as Elijah can exit stage right and make room for them. True, but he should still be there for Alina. But he needs to be in the vicinity in case Caleb really becomes a douche and takes off or worse. Yeah, he should be there. But they need to spend some alone time. If they're actually going to form a relationship, a romantic relationship, they need to do that alone. Agreed. Okay. Shall we move on? Let's move on to a little snoozer couple that got kind of interesting. I woke up. Right? I woke up towards the end, Let's just as they woke up. Memphis, <laughs> not from Tennessee, and Hamza. From Tunisia. From Tunisia. Okay, Memphis just landed in Tunisia. She met Hamza. Unlike Mike and Jimena, the communication is, it's stunted. It's the barrier is a little more evident for this couple. Yes, but at least Hamza can put a few words together. Sexy and time. He can understand just a little bit, but a little more than Jimena. Oh, I disagree, but I disagree. Well, I have to say Memphis is insecurity segment. Okay. Because let's talk about it. So they're going home. The friend is driving them. Yousef. Yousef. It's a two-hour drive. Which is so long. That's a long drive when you just met someone for the first time and can't talk to them. For sure. This is what they should have done. They should have stayed in a hotel near the airport, bang it out. Ooh, I like that idea. Get to know each other a little bit, go to dinner. you. Sex the segment. Exactly. Tell mom that her flight was delayed or make something up. Oh my God, lying. go home the next day. What a bad influence over here. Well, I'm just trying to smooth things over, which obviously is not going to happen because this is what happened. They're in the car. Yosef, Yosef, whatever (laughs) you pronounce it. He's driving. Yeah. And here comes Memphis insecurity. And we knew that she was insecure, but it's really hitting hard. She saw that Hamza's screensaver or wallpaper is a picture of Hamza. <laughs> and she like phone, freaks out. She's like, you have a photo of you. I have a photo of you on my phone. Why don't you have a photo of me? Yeah. You don't want anyone to know about me? Why are you trying to hide me? Oh my gosh. Like literally, girl, 
Yes, it's weird that he has a photo of himself. But it's it's more than weird that he has a photo of himself. Yeah, but I don't think he's hiding her. No, he's definitely not hiding her. He's bringing her to meet the family. Oh, he's in the she's in the backseat of Yusef's car. He has friends watching the sexy time in the background. Yeah, everyone knows about Memphis. That is not the strange part. The strange part is you got a picture of yourself on your phone. I mean, why not? Am I right? Unless it's you, unless it's you doing something like crossing the line of a marathon, the finish line of a marathon. Then what is the photo? Is it a glamour shot? Like what? I we think didn't it was see. a selfie. Was I'm just it? guessing. I'm just guessing. Ah, I can see him just snapping the selfies and probably having as his wallpaper, checking himself out. Like, oh, looking good today. Looking good. <laughs> yeah, there's something going on there, but it it's not him hiding Memphis. There's something else, and I hope we get to the bottom of it. But they're in the backseat. They're cuddling. They're kissing. It looks good. She feels okay. And... She asks if Hamza, Hamza wants sexy time tonight. But Hamza goes, my mother, um, my mama told me not to sleep with you before marriage. You see, his English is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the words he says are not good for Memphis. Because she's like, wait, what? You, uh... You didn't tell me this. Why didn't you tell me this earlier? You told me we could sleep together. So you lied to me. It's like no sex before marriage. And then she basically says, I'm insecure after the lack of intimacy and in my previous relationships. And now he's hiding me. He doesn't have me as his wallpaper and he doesn't want to bang me. Oh. And this all is happening while Yosef is driving. <laughs> Poor Yosef. <laughs> I hope his English was poorer than uh, uh, Hamza's. I hope not. He needed some entertainment on that two-hour drive. True. That's a friend. That's a friend who's taken you four hours round trip to meet this woman. Maybe that's why Hamza showed Memphis's sexy time photos to his friends. He's like, all right, you're going to drive me five hours. I'll make it worth your while. Take a look at this. Maybe. You know, a little tit for tat, a little tit for tit. I forgot, remind me, because you might probably know, why doesn't he have a driver's license? Didn't he like attack? He, he got into like a fist fight with his driving instructor. <laughs> red flag. Red flag. That's a red flag. Okay, so they finally make it to Hamza's place. And here we go. Memphis complaining about the stairs. How many flights of stairs? Mind you, Hamza's the one carrying all of her bags, mm-hmm. right? Like a gentleman carrying all of her bags, her suitcases, her purse, and she's like, "Oh my God, these stairs! Will they ever end?" She would not survive in New York City. No, five-story walk-ups. Mm-hmm. Come on. Did I ever tell the story about me carrying a elderly man's wheelchair? Speaking of wheelchairs, <laughs> I don't want to make this. It's I don't want to pat myself on the back too much, but I lived on the second floor of a five-story walk-up. There was a elderly gentleman. I think he was in his 80s. He lived on the fifth floor of a walk-up. He was, I guess it wasn't a wheelchair. It was a walker. It was a walker, yeah. But it was the heavy walker with all his stuff on. I take it back. All of his magazines, his groceries, everything. (laughs) And I would come home at least once a week and he'd be sitting at the step on the bottom floor with his walker. And he would ask me, can you carry the walker up? And I would walk up to the fifth floor and, and then go back down to the second floor. And then he would just walk up without the walker. But, um, you know. Yeah, he was a very nice check. He's lived in that building for years. Stairs. Well, that's the thing. So 
rent controlled apartments mm-hmm. in New York City are amazing. You could live in a great apartment for like five hundred bucks because they don't raise the rent. And so he doesn't want to move. If he moves, he loses that rent. Yeah. Long story short, stairs are a bitch. Oh, yeah. Okay. So they get there. Hamza's sister, Rabia. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Ra- Rabia. I think it's Rabia. Rabia comes out. Super warm welcome. Then Memphis meets Mother Hyatt. Another very warm welcome. Yeah, we don't see this often. Usually the parents of the guys in the Middle East do not approve the Americans. Well, I disagree. I think Azan's parents were so nice to Nicole. Okay, okay, I'll take it back. I think well, it was only Azan's not in the Middle East. Where he's um Well, he's in Africa. He was oh, in uh, Morocco. You're I don't right. think You're right. And I might be wrong, guys, but I don't consider Morocco the Middle East. You're right. But they they do speak Arabic and so Well, it's it a Muslim be, country. It is a Muslim We're country. We're conflating a little bit. But you're right, Brittany and Yazin, his parents were like, "Who is this prostitute porn star?" <laughs> <laughs> that was not a warm. That was not a warm welcome. Oh no, at all. They all had Britney's photo as their wallpapers oh, on their phone. Sure. Dirty dad. But not a not a warm welcome. So okay, they all sit down. Memphis is complimenting sister and mother how beautiful they look, and Hamza's sister's like, speak slowly, say it again. Tell me how beautiful I am. Slower this time. But her English is not bad. No, it's good. It was good. They return the favor. They tell Memphis she's beautiful too. And they say, here's your room. You got a nice little setup. Hamza, he's going to sleep on the couch. And she's like, okay, here we go. So Hamza takes Memphis to her room where there were no petting zoo sheets. Which I was kind of bummed about. A little bummed about it, but I get it. It's a little creepy probably to do sexy time in your childhood sheets. Well, they were not supposed to do sexy Uh, time. Well, you hold you hold your tongue. Maybe you if tongue. he kept the sheets on. That's true. That's um, what do you call that? A not, cock block. Not, <laughs> not, not, not the C block. What's it? Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, birth control. I guess is form of. I don't know. It's a C block. Yeah, <laughs> but the sheets are gone. It's normal sheets now. They sit on the bed, and Memphis is like, "If we can't have sexy time before we get married, this is gonna be a problem." Oh my gosh, Memphis. Again, they should have stayed at the hotel room. A, he should have come clean to her first. Mm-hmm. They should have booked a room, get it out of the way, and then go to see mom. Sure. But Hamza, he's like, it's fine. My mom, she's going to go to sleep. Heavy sleeper. Very heavy sleeper. I'll sneak into your room. We'll bang it out. And this is when Memphis goes, well, what if we just got a hotel? Mm-hmm. And Hamza's like, well, I don't know. Why are you so scared? Like, uh, what's the deal? And Memphis is, she's like, we need to have sex before marriage. No ifs, ands, or buts. Maybe buts. Okay, maybe, maybe buts. buts. <laughs> maybe buts. But we need to have sex before marriage. So we cut to the next day. And we hear some smooching behind the bedroom door. And who's standing behind the bedroom door? Hyatt. Not the hotel. Not the hotel. That's what they, that was, they that's where they should have got, got a hotel. <laughs> Instead, Hyatt is about to knock on the door when she hears this and she stops. And then Memphis opens the door to go to the bathroom, sees mom and is like, oh, hi. And Hamza's mom just beelines out of there. 
Starts walking around the house. Can't believe it. Well, she first walked into the room. She saw yes. Hamza just very comfy yes. on the bed. Like, what up? Yeah. What up, mom? Make, uh, me, make uh, me some eggs. Just basking in that post-coital glow. Yeah. Mom, where's the cigarettes? <laughs> Pass me a cig. Well, mom did not look happy. She was not thrilled. She took off. She she was startled. And that's where it ends. Yes. I'm excited uh, for the next episode because once again, I feel like Memphis, Memphis is the type of person who complains to complain, right? Mm-hmm. She complains about one thing. Then the she stairs, gets it. The stairs. The drive. Yes. And then, oh, if there is no sexy time, I don't think about her marriage, right? It's not going to work. Then Hamza sneaks in, bangs her. And she's going to say, oh, is this how you always do sexy time? Like you ejaculated <laughs> so fast. Like yeah, that's, that's not going to fly, dude. I'm not the only one coming. My mom's coming right down the hall. Like, Maybe uh, she should have brought some blue pills. We got to get in. We got to get out. We got to make this thing fast. Mom's coming. I just think it's ridiculous. I'm not going to marry someone unless we've had sex. But you're going to marry someone you've only known for two weeks? No, 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 no. One week. They're getting One married week? the second week. The third week is the honeymoon. Well, so that's knowing someone for two weeks. And then the third week is the honeymoon. Either way, it's ridiculous. Oh, I need to bang. But you don't need to know the person. One, two weeks, that's enough? Yeah. And again, let's not forget that there is a big English barrier as well. So oh, you yeah. cannot really get to know someone. It takes time, guys. I'm sure most of you know this, but getting to know someone, you cannot get to know someone in a week or two. You nope. just cannot. Nope. We've said it before. We'll say it again. It takes time. It does take time. Okay. We are all fired up. Oh, we need it. I think we need to take a break. We got to take a second to, to cool down, to Let's calm down. Let's do it. Let's, Let's do it. Let's calm down. We'll be back in a second. Okay. Are we calm? Very calm. Are we cool? I am ready for a Kimberly <laughs> and a span, aka Soja Boy, who stole the name from the real Soja Boy. Are you gonna remind us of that every time? I, I think sure everyone will. is well aware. If anything, <laughs> message the real Soldier Boy and let him know. I don't think I don't think he would read it. I tried That's messaging true. John Mayer and oh he boy. never got back to me. I'm so. so glad he did not. Yeah. It I was would- on my behalf before all you guys start freaking out and think <laughs> she's trying to cheat on me with John Mayer. <laughs> it was on my behalf. <laughs> I was asking John if he can send you a message or a video for your birthday, or if he can FaceTime you for your birthday. <laughs> I was, I had to say this, but I was so wasted. No, surprise, surprise. <laughs> and when I saw the message the next morning, I was a little, a little shy because A, uh, that was a little misspelled. Oh boy. Me just telling John, like, John, my, my husband John loves you. You have to. You have to call him and say happy birthday. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad he didn't read it. I don't think he read it. I don't think he read it either. Okay. But speaking of international superstars, speaking of international superstar musicians, let's talk about Kim and Soldier Boy. Kim Ballet is de-swelling her swollen ankles <laughs> in a top filled with ice. She's hitting the ice bath like an aging NFL football player. Is that what they do? Yeah. She, after a game... I think I said NFL football player. That's like an ATM machine. (laughs) It's like redundant. But uh, yeah, she can't have swollen ankles. She's getting old. She traveled. She's got swollen ankles. She's got to get them in the ice bath. She needs to de-swell. She needs her boobs and her butt to be bigger than her ankles. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's not just age. I do get swollen ankles too. You do? You remember one time, like recently, we flew to Vegas on the way back 
I was uh, I was wearing Converse and I could not walk. You it was had to 110 degrees. Well, yes, it was really hot. And then you had to drive my car from the airport because you had such I could, swollen ankles. Yes, because I could barely walk. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> you couldn't I was walk. Like, you couldn't drive. drive my car. I can't even walk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, she's trying to look her best because she's got a meeting. She's going to. She's going to Soldier Boy's team meeting today. Ooh. So we cut to Soldier Boy. He's with Slam T. He's with Badmas, and they're talking business. Apparently, another star, Rosa Ree, wants to meet up with Soldier Boy. And she is a big Tanzanian star, probably one of the biggest hip hop stars in Eastern Africa, and has one of the best names. I love the play on words. I think that's what she's going for, Rosa Ree, like Rosary beads. Just want to make that. Clear. I love it. I get it. I, I thought she, her name was a play on the rosary. Like the actual name is just spelled funny. And it may be. Maybe I'm giving her more credit than she deserves. But if it's rosary, like rosary beads, I love it. Oh, I love it too. I'm here for it. And we're going to meet her. And and her name's not the only amazing thing. She's pretty amazing too. She's very cool. But we'll get to that. So Slam T set up a meeting for them. Soldier loves the idea. Thinks it could be helpful for his career. And they cut to some footage of Rosary. And this is a woman who does not need to ice her ankles. <laughs> she doesn't need For to ice sure her ankles. Not. And her videos look professional. Such high quality, yeah. right? I think Soldier's videos are pretty good too. But they all, it's gotten a lot easier to do high value production on a low budget. Is Just, it? Oh, yeah. I mean, you could shot on iPhone. Those, oh, that's all those true. commercials, right? There's, there's ways to do it. Her stuff looks great. And things are exciting till Kim shows up to the meeting and she's like, oh, hey there, soldier boy. And he's like, call me Usman. For you, I'm Usman. Call me Usman. Because, and again, Kim, you said you are not a super fan. But it's a nickname. Like, I get that. It's not, she's not calling him that because she's living out this fantasy of being with a superstar. She's, oh, 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 I mean, oh, she oh. is. She. That's what she's doing. But she's not, living the fantasy. But that's not why she's using that name. I think she's using that name because it's his nickname. No, she's using the name because that's what he, he is to her. He's Soja Boy. He's the international hip-hop superstar that's interested in her. She's wearing his shirt again. But doesn't Slam T call him Soldier Boy? I guess, but it's different. No, I think that's his name. That's what people call him. I think it's fine. I think it's fine. The shirt, a little much. The name, I think it's fine. Okay. We let's, can agree let's to this. Roll okay. With it. Okay. Let's roll with this. So Badmus tells the camera, Soldier Boy cares for Kim, but it's not a good look when they're holding hands. He's like another old lady. Someone can, can take a pic and it's <laughs> going to be all over the internet. Dude, you're on TV. Yeah, look around. What do you think those cameras are doing? <laughs> they're not filming your music video. They're filming Soldier Boy and Kim and gonna blast it. He will he will actually be an international superstar. I have to say that Soldier Boy is more into Kim than I thought he's gonna be. Hmm. Way more. I thought he's just gonna have her there so he can be on 90 Day again, but kind of have her there as the fan. But he's holding her hand. He wants her to go to meet Rosary. Yes. 
even though Kim said, you know, probably you should go by yourself, and the friend said, oh, yes, <laughs> yeah, yes, cool. yes, yes, yes. That would be cool. That's, yeah, that's a good gonna idea. look like a that's, date. That's actually a very good idea. And Usman's like, no, I want you to come. Kim, Kimberly is coming with me. Yeah. But then she gets pissed kind of out of nowhere. Sour patch kid. When Soldier Boy's like, no, you can come. He's like, she's like, no, no, no. You brought me here. Why are we meeting some other chick? So I'm here. It's like, Kim, you're not a Tanzanian superstar. So she thinks the plan is like, oh, his team is going to show me the woman he should be with. It's not me. He shouldn't be with me. Slam T, Badmus, they want him to be with someone like Rosarie. And that's why they want me to go to see this. Or that's why this meeting is being set up. So I can see the kind of woman he can be with and should be with. I don't think that's true, but I believe that they wanted him to go alone so it can look like a date. If someone sees them, someone snaps a pig, yeah. that can be like a little gossip. Like, ooh, is Soja Boy seeing Rosarie? It's a little ridiculous that Kim gets so offended by this idea, yet she said last episode, I'm okay with Soldier having another wife. I was right? going to say that. She's like, yeah, he can bang another wife to have a kid because I'm not carrying a child. But he cannot go to meet another friend, basically, another a, bro, because that's what she called him, a bro. It's a little hypocritical. It is. I think she's lying to herself. She says it out loud, like, yeah, I would be cool with it. I'll be fine. But once you're put into the situation, mm-hmm. basically you are experiencing it. You don't like it. Right. I think that's the truth. So, okay. Cut to later that night. Kim and Soldier Boy, they're at the secret garden. They're meeting up with Rosarie. Kim's having second thoughts, though, thinking, like, maybe I should have just stayed at the hotel. This isn't a good idea. What am I doing here? Soldier Boy is not happy that she's doing this. He's trying to calm her down. Yeah. Finally, Rosarie comes in, making a big entrance, looking good, speaking Swahili. Looking fab. And Soldier's like, Ooh, your tongue is so sweet. Well, yeah, but first she she basically hugged him like, what's up, bro? Like, yeah, no, it was all friends. It was like, oh, hello, nice to meet you. Like, it was very friendly business. Like, so Kim should have just been like, oh, cool. That that, there is nothing going on. Yeah, he he, him saying your tongue is so sweet. It was just a commentary on her language. Of course it was. On the Swahili. Of course it was. But it was a very flirtatious way to say it. Yes, but come on. <laughs> so Soldier Boy, they start talking a little bit of business, how he wants dancers for his video. Rosarie is like, oh, yeah, I got you. I'll hook you up. And then she goes, I know why you're here, Soldier Boy. But why is Kim here? And I loved it because she has she had like this smirk in her eyes. Like, why is Kim here? But she goes just to look all pretty or something like she. Yeah. Yeah, she, she throws a compliment. Sweet. Yeah, she yeah, throws a she compliment. Was very sweet. She's trying to defuse the situation. She can probably feel the tension. I would she's, be her friend. She's got nothing to worry about. She yeah. knows she's oh, gorgeous. Yeah. She knows she's talented. So she's gonna show some love, let other people shine. And Soldier Boy goes, "Well, she's a fan, and we're getting to know each other." And Rosarie goes, "A fan and more." And Soldier's like, "I love that." Yeah, I love that. And Kim's like, I'm a fan with potential. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, and this is what I was like, wow. Soja Boy mentions that if things go well, 
she can go from a fan and a potential girlfriend to a potential wife. That was a big statement for him to make. You could see Kim's face. She was like the she was like the Grinch when he goes from being mad to just like mm-hmm. smiling. Those are the magic words. He said he said the magic words. She couldn't believe it. Rosary was like, that's so sweet. She's Rosary was so team Kim. I thought, oh yeah, I thought they were gonna be like, all right, soldier boy, get out of here, go back to slam tea. We're gonna have drinks. Like I thought, oh, yeah. I thought oh, yeah. Kim found the new best friend. And basically, she says, I'm gonna call you potential wifi, uh huh, because that's wifi is what I call when a brother gets a wife. Yep, and I loved it. Yep, yeah, it was super cool, it was super sweet. It was kind of not what you expected and such a happy ending. Yeah, I loved it. But Kim still feels like even though it ended well, Badmus and Slam T were still trying to set me up. So she's still skeptical of them. She has to drop that because that's going to be an issue. Oh yeah. Just accept the friends and even if you have issues with them just be like, "Oh, whatever." So like, I'm not here for you dudes. Don't I'm be here like, for Soja Boy. Don't be like Angela. Just accept the goofballs. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was gonna, it's going to make your life way easier if you just accept the goofballs. I'm pretty sure that BGL had some issues with Usman's friend. friends yeah. as well. Yeah, and I get it. The friends don't need to be front and center. But if they are, just ignore them, right? Yeah. Like if Elijah's going to be there, just try to ignore him. Don't make more of it than it needs to be. Don't make a mountain out of an anthill or whatever you say. In your country. I know you've got sayings. Don't. What would I say? I said, don't make a mountain out of an anthill. Don't make something bigger than it needs to be. Don't make a, don't make a camel out of a fly. That's right. (laughs) Which still (laughs) makes no sense. Even. Don't you love it? Though you've explained it to me. Don't make a camel out Out of a fly. fly. Okay. (laughs) Shall we move on? Let's move on to. This is an interesting one. Oh, for sure. Is this our Final couple. No, we no, got we got Ella and Johnny, who's next, and then one of my favorites, Gino Jasmine. Okay, can't believe I just did that. Okay, Ella and Johnny first. One month until Johnny quits his job and comes to the U.S. to meet Ella. So in the meantime, Ella has gathered her friends in the backyard, holding hands in a sacred circle, because we learn Ella has been Wiccan. For a year. She is in a coven that's called the Secret Journey. <laughs> I didn't know you named your covens, but I like it. I don't, I didn't think covens were real. Oh, sure. Sure. I mean, what else? If you're a Wiccan, you got your coven. She's been dabbling in it since college. Also, I've never heard of the word Wiccan. Oh, really? You can just say I'm doing magic. Well, I don't know if it's magic. What she's, else would it be? Uh, she's a, it's a certain type of witch, I think, that believes in like natural energies and spirits. How do you know? I think. Are, I have you been wicking? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, wicked, I, can, I can see you wicking in college. I Wikipedia, that's about the only thing, but I'm, I think so. I don't know. That's pretty good. <laughs> so they're, they're all doing that. And Ella likes witchcraft because... As she says, it's a proactive way to live life. Do you see my idol? Yeah. Casting spells to better your own situation, she says. Interesting. This is the opposite of proactive. This this seems like a little bit of a waste of time, Ella. But it's 
does. <laughs> you do. There are actual proactive things you can do to better your life. Standing in a circle in your backyard, I don't think is one of them. If you want to make something happen, you got to do something, not just do some magic spells right. like Harry Potter. If you want to throw that in the mix, sure, can't hurt. But it shouldn't <laughs> be the only thing you do. Yes. So then we cut to China and we meet Johnny. I know you love to drop ages. Drop Johnny, it. 34. Jinan, Jinan. I don't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> Jinan City, China. Jinan City. Jinan City, China. I, you, I laughed because it sounded like you were going into a Steely Dan song. <laughs> My Jinan. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going to sing it right now. But I do like Steely Dan. I know. We love Steely Dan. Um, okay. So he's going to be flying to the States soon, but he doesn't want COVID. Who does? Okay. He's putting on a hazmat suit. So 2020. No one wants COVID these days. Yeah, he's he's trying on his COVID suit, which is like a head-to-toe paper suit with a mask and a shield. And he's like, hello, Ella, your Chinese Prince Johnny is uh, here. This couple <laughs> loves playing dress up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is just another costume. But they them. found each other. That's great. Yes. Okay. So Johnny visits Dr. Zhao. Well, let's first say Besides not getting COVID, staying healthy in general is very important to Johnny. Okay, that's a good lead-in to him visiting this doctor, a doctor of Chinese medicine. Dr. Zhao. But he is not going to a doctor for the reason you and I may go to doctors, to better ourselves, to check in on our health. He's going there for someone else. He's going there because he wants to help Ella lose weight. I mean, it's it's nice in a way that I'm sure they talked about it. I don't think that John is just doing this without her knowing. I'm pretty no, sure they have conversations about this. I hope so, because you wanting someone else to lose weight is not going to help someone else lose weight. They need to want to lose it themselves. True. So he's at this doctor's and he says Ella's got a very beautiful face, fantastic personality. But her current size is kind of big, especially her belly. And so the doctor wants to see the picture. Show me the photo. She gives the, what do you call it? The, the, what, the, what, what does the doctor give you? Evaluation? They can evaluate you. Well, sure. she evaluates. Not usually from a picture. <laughs> well, she evaluates Ella basically saying she's overweight. Yes. Asks, does she eat a lot? <laughs> And Johnny's like, oh, yeah, American food, high in calories, desserts, chocolates, <laughs> right? And the doctor's like, well, even when we binge, we don't eat, eat that much. And the doctor goes, the Chinese medical term is called obesity by eating too much. <laughs> Very on the nose. I mean, it's I true. I like it, though. A lot of, it's all over, all over the world. A lot of medical terms I can't understand mm. when they tell you those names. It's like, well, where did you come up with that? Uh, some Latin term or something. This I get, obesity by eating too much. It's very clear. I like it. I understand it. And so Johnny asks for a prescription of Chinese herbs. And <laughs> that, along with the diet and exercise, will help her lose weight. And I'm not a doctor of Chinese medicine, but I think the... Exercise and diet will help her lose weight. Listen, if you if you want to cook me some kung pao and sprinkle some herbs on it so sure. I can feel healthier, sure. I'm all for it. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. So Johnny gets the prescription, gets the herbs, and he gets out of there. 
And let me just take a, a moment to just shine a light on the beauty of this all because I love that you can go get someone else a prescription just by showing a photo of that person. Well, she was uh, like a natural doctor. She was a doctor of Chinese medicine. medicine. I don't think she could perform a surgery on you unless you want to be stuffed with herbs. But just the idea that I can get you a prescription. Don't you, you cannot? No, I can't go to a doctor and say, oh, hey, my wife has high blood pressure. Well, what do you got for her? My you mom got- gets me prescriptions, but I don't know if it's no, legal. No, it's because you've already probably, you're probably in the system for yeah, whatever, for whatever system. you're getting. Yeah. The doctor has seen you. The doctor sure. has evaluated you and written you a prescription. This guy's getting his girlfriend drugs, or herbs, whatever you want to call them, in another country to go bring them to her just from a photo. You can't get someone else a prescription. That's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I guess. It's ridiculous. I guess. It's, it's ridiculous. But if it's like herbs that you can sprinkle on my food, oh, I'm all for it. Right. He could have just gone to stop and shop. He could have gone to Publix, but instead he went to this doctor. I don't think they have Publix in China, but well, sure. Whatever the equivalent is, whatever supermarket they have. Sure. Okay. You, you got to go where you got to go to get your herbs. He got his herbs. Kmart. And, and he's out of there. I Who think knows? Kmart is the Asian store. I used to go in New Jersey. Kmart? Yeah, I think it's Kmart no, or Mmart. K- no, Kmart is like Walmart. No. Kmart? Yes. There was an Asian store in New Jersey and it was a chain. It was like Kmart or Hmart. It was Hmart. Okay. I was going to say Kmart, I'm pretty it sure, was is from H-Mart. Chicago. But okay. And I loved going there. They had great fish. They had great snacks. Okay. Yeah, that may H-Mart. be, I think that may be Korean, but... You're getting closer. <laughs> you're, you're getting warmer. I said warmer. Asian. Yeah. No, I know. But you, you said Kmart. Yeah. Hmart. Sorry. Okay. H, it's a letter. Close enough. Tomato. Potato. <laughs> tomato. Okay. So he gets his he gets his prescription, and while it's getting filled, he's like, "I'm excited about America. I'm a little nervous about the ranch work, but I am ready to be a redneck cowboy." Yeah. <laughs> Which is a little offensive, Johnny, but we're not keeping score over here. I love it. He's learning. He's learning. Okay. So then we cut to Johnny meeting up with his friends, Wang, Zhang, and... Xiao Chen. Xia Chen. Couldn't keep with the rhyming scheme, Xia Chen. At a Chinese restaurant. Could not keep with the rhyming scheme. It looked delicious. Did you see the orange chicken? Oh, my God. It looks so good. I Guys, I love Chinese food. It's one of my favorite... Meals. I'm going to say Czech food, Chinese food, and Mexican food. Got them my belly. Mm-hmm. And this looked good. This so looked good. delicious. So well, this is the OG. It's the original from China. So the friends start asking about Ella, but they don't even use her name. I don't know if you picked up on this. American girlfriend. The American girlfriend. American girlfriend. <laughs> right? Like, come on, guys. Use her name. Please. It's ridiculous. It's offensive to say the American girlfriend. Does but, he have girlfriends in other countries? He's got hoes in different area codes? Oh, I don't think so. But he's he loves Ella. He said their relationship is great. Everything goes great. As they say in English, they have the sparkle. It sparkles. Robin they sparkles. Have sparkles. <laughs> Ella sparkles. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So then one of his friends gets a little brave. And yeah, I'll let you take this one. Well, he asks if Ella's figure influences their sexual relationship. And then he says, quote, once it happens, you'll be pressed and suffocated, said the biggest friend. 
Yeah, said said the friend who could use a visit to Dr. Zhao for some <laughs> herbs of his own. Maybe he should make some herbs into his diet. Maybe he should have put it on the orange chicken. Yeah, but Johnny says it's easy to lose weight if you want to. Um, and then everyone laughs because he calls out his friend for being a little bigger. He's like, unlike our friend over here who has not. <laughs> so I was glad to see Johnny give it oh, back yeah. to, to that friend. Um, this guy doesn't love Ella, though. I don't think. I, Johnny. I'm speaking of, he wants to change her already. They've never even met and he's trying to change her. Well, yes, yes, I see what you're saying. But I also think that they talk about it. Ella said to us that she's always struggled with her weight, right? So maybe they talk about it and she told him, I would love to do something about it. Maybe you can help me. Maybe you can cook healthier for me. I don't think Johnny met her and was like, you know what? I am going to change you. Fine. Maybe maybe he does love her. He's not attracted to her, I should say, because he's said. Um, great personality, right? Beautiful face. Beautiful face. But the belly. I think the costumes do it. The belly. I guess the costumes turn him on. I think he wants to be a redneck cowboy. Like a redneck cowboy. I think that's really what he's attracted to. I and, doubt it. Okay. I think... He maybe likes the idea, but as we learn later, he's not really, he doesn't think the cowboy lifestyle is a big part of the life. It's like, <laughs> that is dude, the life. it's Idaho. It's that or it's witchcraft. You pick, <laughs> you choose what you want to do with your days. And you can do it in costumes, I'm sure, but. Well, that's the thing is he wants to dress up as a cowboy. He wants to be the, oh, re- yeah. it's all playtime. It's all cosplay to him. He doesn't want to actually milk the cow. He just wants to wear the cowboy hat. Mm. It's I all will, an act. It's all playtime. I'm sure he will need to milk the cow. Lucky. Mm. You'd love to milk a cow. I, I tried to you milk tried, a cow. And then you found out at like some farm we went to <laughs> that it was for kids and it was just tubes, like hoses yeah. on a I was cardboard actually, cutout. I was going to milk a real cow, but they didn't let me. I was like, you think they're just going to let kids line up and milk Not a kids, cow? That's grown animal ups. abuse. It's animal abuse. I don't want kids to milk a cow. I wanted to milk a cow. Okay. I want, I want to move on. So <laughs> Johnny says it's time to make decisions. It's time to quit work. He's got to rent his apartment. He's got to quarantine so he can go to America. And we learn a little bit about this job that he's got to quit. It's at an electrical car manufacturer. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what he does. To me, it sounds like he works at a factory. Maybe he does. Maybe he's not on the factory line. Maybe he's a salesman or something because apparently he travels a lot. That's what he said. That's why okay. he doesn't. That's why he doesn't have his kids with him. But he also said, well, his friend said, oh, you're going up there in your career. Are you Mm going to quit it for a lady? Right. And he's like, well, I got to make decisions. Like, I don't know if I'll ever find another love like this. I got to make choices. It's now or never. I'm going to say this. I don't know why he's trying to go to America. Why doesn't he try? Why doesn't she try to go to China? He has a kid. She Mm. doesn't have a kid. That's a good question. Maybe because of the pandemic. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, yes, but I think Americans can go to China, but I don't think Chinese can go to America. I don't know. Let us know if you guys know. Or maybe go to Singapore, go to one of those countries that both of you can go to. Yeah, I don't know. Right? I'm just just hoping you're here, people. Just hoping you. Trying to find loopholes. All good questions. New day. Let's cut to a new day. Ella and her dog are picking out some wigs. And Ella says she woke up super early to video chat Johnny. Well, you skipped one important part. Oh, uh-oh. You said that you didn't think that Johnny loved Ella, right? Right. 
I think he loves America. I think he loves Ella because he said, I want to propose to her. I want to give up all this and propose to her. He has Well, you son. know what that means. The proposal is for the green card. Listen, he seems to have a nice life. He seems yeah. to have friends. He, ha- he has his son. He seems to have a decent job based on what everyone is saying. Why would you want to give that all up to go to Idaho? And nothing against Idaho. I'm all for cowboys. But... Well, it's not one of those situations where he's trying to get out of poverty. It's one of those situations where he just loves the idea of America. I, I guess. He, he says he loves it. He is got a Western mindset. He wants to be a redneck cowboy. Like, he <laughs> loves the idea of America. Mind you, I don't think he's ever been. So it's just this idea of it. I guess. But no, I don't think he's trying to escape a bad life or trying to make a better life for himself. I just think he loves the idea of America and... He'll take Ella if it means he gets to live in America. I think he's into her. Okay. I mean, I don't think he's not not into her. I just think he's more into America. Okay. That's your opinion. New day. Ella woke up super early to video chat Johnny because there's a 14-hour time difference. But I don't know if you caught this. She says it's midnight in China, which means it's 10 a.m. in Idaho if there's a 14-hour time difference. Maybe it's a Saturday. We sleep until late. Or is that a 12-hour? No, 14 hours. 14 hours. This I think 10 a.m. is not super early. Come Correct. On. Especially if you work a farm. Working a farm super early would be like 4 a.m. Right? Right. Right. Absolutely right. Yeah. So Ella calls in Sonia, her roommate, to help her find the perfect anime wig. Yeah. <laughs> Did she say that this wig actually belongs to an anime man that turns into a woman and that Johnny is really into. I need to start watching some anime because this stuff sounds fascinating. Does yeah, it? That's what she said. That's Just actually, watch some Pokemon. That's what she said. Oh, yeah. Have you gonna, ever watched Pokemon? They're going to do some Pokemon. Oh, they for sure nah, will if I, Johnny ever gets here. Uh-huh. Yeah. So she's got her wig. Skype's Johnny. He sees her. He's like, yes, yes, beautiful hair. And Ellie's like, this is your sexy narrato. I don't know what any of this is, but I need to do my research. But then Ella gets hot, takes off the wig. She's like, I'm just going to be your sexy Ella. Game over. Yeah. And you're supposed to take your clothes off uh, for these sexy Skypes. Just a boob. Not just a wig. boob. Just take out a big, beautiful just boob. boob. Just whip, that, whip out your boob. Take out a beautiful boob. But takes off the wig. Johnny tells the camera he loves the dress up. Ella wants him to dress up variation, sword and all. And then they start talking about ranch life and how Ella's mom thinks Johnny's maybe not ready for it. But this is where Johnny's like, well, it's just a small part of life, right? No big deal. Ella's like, uh, no, it's, it's actually a big part. It's a big part. And Johnny's like, well, I played Zoo Tycoon when I was growing up, like Teresa. <laughs> well, I'm sure he did. But he also, he used to like going to the zoo. So it may be the same. <laughs> like horses, buffaloes. So <laughs> that's Teresa's yummy sound. Not to the horse, but buffaloes. <laughs> so <laughs> then they start talking about the visa. Hopefully next week he'll have everything he needs. But one one little thing he's worried about, Stony, his son. <laughs> because because what if what if Stony <laughs> needs me to get back to him when I'm in America? Flights are limited. It's gonna be difficult. And Ella's like, I think it'll work. We're gonna do our best. We'll see. We sure will. We sure will. Okay. Last 
certainly not least. I was just going to say that. Gino and Jasmine. Gino and Jasmine. It's the morning after a big night. Waking up, wearing the same thing as the night before, hat and all. And we get some details. Gino says, Jasmine blew me away. And then she dies laughing. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming literally blew him away. Oh, I'm sure she did. They are very affectionate. They're all over each yeah. other. Jasmine says she was very surprised by Gino's performance. Apparently he's a good kisser and his performance was great. He's very savage. And apparently Gino said that he didn't even need the blue pills. Yeah, look at that. Good for you, Gino. And he even took off his hat when the lights went off. And Jasmine touched the hat and said that he was like touching a baby. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about it while you bang at the guy, but... Well, they do baby talk, so it, oh, makes, that's true. it makes sense. She's I wonder, into that. Why is it like a baby? Is it because it's like very soft? Or does he have a soft spot? And maybe that's why he keeps wearing his stupid hat. I think that's it. I think like a baby, he's got a soft spot. I think he, he did not... His head didn't... What 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 is what do you call it when the baby harden? yeah his head didn't harden in fifty two years? <laughs> Speak, <laughs> speaking of hats, new hat alert, vacation hat alert. Vacation. Like uh, Gino got like this fedora that said Panama on it. I'm sure Jasmine got it for him. I think he got it at that souvenir store. Oh, yeah. like, he looked like Indiana Jones. But, Wannabe. But yeah, like the state Indiana, not. The- <laughs> Not the movie character, right? It was almost a worse look than the generic baseball cap. I thought it looked better for oh, really? some reason. I okay. don't know. Agreed. I mean, I Agreed. hate the heads. Great meme I saw with yeah. the cone heads. Basically, yeah. it was like a cone head. And the meme said, this is what Gino looks like without a hat. Yep. No, there's something under there. Maybe oh, a soft something. spot, maybe a cone head. Or maybe an undeveloped brother. Okay. Oh, Just go with it. it <laughs> Someone it's on our live last night was like, no, that's a real thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cut to Gino and Jasmine. They're walking around Old Town in Panama, a little sightseeing. <laughs> they end up at a souvenir store because Gino wants something for his house. Because the only thing that can make Gino's house look worse than it already does is decorations from a souvenir shop. Well, I thought that Jasmine wanted him to get something from Panama to decorate his house that's going to remind him of Jasmine's home, yes. not his stupid ex-wife's home. Oh boy. Quote. His, his stupid ex-wife from Brazil. Yeah, apparently Gino would decorate his home with souvenirs from his other trips to see his ex. It was like the Jesus and the mock. I'm sure she lived in the U.S. with him for a while, too. Yeah, they were together for years, so. but from her home country. Yeah. So she's like, yeah. You don't need things from your stupid ex-wife. And Gino's like, stupid? I don't think you need to say she's stupid. Which is true. Very true. And Jasmine's like, oh, she's intelligent? You're a wonderful, perfect ex-wife? And Gino's like, she's just my ex-wife. Like, you don't need to say stupid. And Jasmine goes, she's stupid to me. And then she turns it around saying, we're going to forget about the ghosts from the past. They're dead. Yeah, um, they're (laughs) dead. But uh, get some of these $13 magnets. Two magnets, $13. Like American dollars? I think so. That's a lot for two magnets. Uh, yeah. And w- did you see where he kept his 13 American dollars? Oh, yeah. He has like a hidden fanny pack. Yeah, like a Betty pack. <laughs> it was, it's very Paul-esque. Like I feel like Paul, oh, yeah. like Paul would have a <laughs> fanny sure. pack like that. Yeah. So speaking of exes, we learn Gino has some secrets about his exes. 
He's still friends with one. Uh-oh. And that's She's where She's going to fly. That's where it ends. That's that's the cliffhanger. That's the drama. That's the episode, folks. That's the episode. That's the episode. Still My waiting. Friends. Still waiting on Ben and Mahogany. I think we have to wait till episode 6. That's what our friend he Missy. said, our well, friend our friend Missy. Missy sent us a post and he basically made a comment underneath saying, oh, I want to pee until episode six or yeah. something like that. So I, I don't know if they'll meet. I feel like if you're going to introduce us to a couple that late in the game, we're not going to see them meet. Or as you said, and that kind of makes sense, maybe Johnny and Ella won't make it. Oh, yeah. And they will replace them with this new couple. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Who knows? To be continued. Guys. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed. We loved this episode. We love talking about this episode. So make sure you guys follow the podcast wherever you're listening. It's so easy to do. Just look down and smash that follow button. Hey, guys, smash it like it's super duper hot. Oh, just just hot. Just hot. Not as hot as Gino's Indiana Jones hat? No. Not as hot <laughs> as Ella's wig? No. What else? Not as hot as... Mike and Jimena's a sexy time. No, but maybe as hot as this orange chicken we saw on the table in the Chinese restaurant. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so follow the podcast, guys, because we got a lot of pods coming at you. You don't want to miss them. Also, make sure you're following the Instagram at Pod. If you guys weren't following it, then you guys missed the big news. You have to wait until today to find out the big news. All our other friends, they found out on like Saturday. Yeah, guys. Please, what so you waiting for? Follow the Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. The maths coverage is going to drop Thursday nights. We got merch, MarriedToRealityPodcast.com. There's a button to the store to get your merch. Thank you for the reviews. Mani Koo, what a review. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you all for listening. And Happy New Year. Happy New Year. All 2022. Right. Hopefully, it's not going to be like 2020. Okay. I have said it all. Have you said it all? Oh, for sure. All right. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye.